Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of the Expansion Pack podcast, um, where we're going to download this week's content in gaming and bring it to you. Talk about it, give you our opinions, um, and uh, yeah, thank you for joining us on this very first episode. I'll be your host for today. My name is Dan Zell, aka Black Ice 8. Uh, pretty much been gaming just about all my life. <laughs> Started off with a, a, a Super Nintendo back at the ripe old age of eight. Um, you know, I've been playing uh, Xbox, PlayStation, PC, just been diving into the, uh, the Twitch streaming world. And yeah, we're, we're trying something new here with a, with a podcast. So I'll, I'll let my host go ahead and introduce themselves. We'll start off with a uh, gentleman to my right here, Manny. What up guys? My name is Manny, AKA the one and only Goop Master Flex. I've been pretty much gaming my home life, uh, you know, since, I guess growing up, my parents didn't really want me to go outside, so I kind of found my fun zone playing like <clears throat> PlayStation, Xbox, and so on. Um, grew up playing games like Grand Theft Auto and Mortal Kombat, you know, surprisingly, you know, whooping niggas' asses. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, pretty much it. I just, you know, be playing games all the time, stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you, Manny. We'll uh, we'll get on to our, our next host here, Chris. <clears throat> School, y'all. Uh, obviously, my government name is Chris, but I also go by May 25th. Uh, my background in gaming, uh, I mean, shit, I'm not a small person. I'm not a person who was told a lot when I was a child to go outside and play and stretch your legs and get active. You know what I did? I sat my head down and I <laughs> all up in my room for a long time. And, okay. uh, just became the lifestyle, you know. Uh, I, I game because it's a cool escape from this hellish world that we all live in. <laughs> uh, and uh, I don't know. I've always been here for sci-fi stuff and fantasy things and superheroes and all that kind of stuff. And all that stuff's pretty prevalent within the gaming world. So here for it, man. Here for it. Okay. okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well. Now that you've gotten to know us a little bit better, um, I believe we have a little icebreaker that we're going to get into as well. Help you guys <clears> get, us, get to know us even more. So, uh, Manny, you want to go ahead and break that down? Yeah. Uh, so, I was thinking, since the new console generation is uh, less than 30 days away, uh, I feel like a good question, you know, just ask ourselves is, you know, what got us into this generation that we're playing now with the PS4 uh, and Xbox One? Like... You know, what kind of games, like, like rolled you for this generation? It was like, this is really next-gen. For this generation specifically? That's, that's a question. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll, I'll start, if you guys don't mind. Um, I think this current-gen, the Xbox One, or as tumultuous as a, a generation as it's been, um... The one game that I remember seeing when the system was first coming out that I was like, I need to play this. And it's it's probably one of the most underrated games of the generation. Most people will probably laugh at this. But Rise Son of Rome, that game looked so freaking like I remember seeing it for the first time, XR press conference. This looks like next <clears throat> graphics were amazing. Like the the way the world was set. It looked like three hundred the game. Mm. I just remember playing it when it came out. It was a ton of fun. I didn't play it for very long. It, it, it definitely, it's one of those games that definitely doesn't have legs. Probably played it for like a month or so, but I just remember having so much fun playing it, and I was so excited to get. It. That would definitely nice. I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> hmm. Um, me personally, you know, when I first got my Xbox One popping in NBA 2K14. Now, you might say, you know, a sports game, out of all the console launch, uh, the launch exclusives or whatever, but just the way NBA 2K14 hit with the intro, we got the music going, like crazy in the background, LeBron Duncan. I mean, the game looked amazing. It was just ahead of his time, honestly, like the lighting and everything like that. And, you know, sad to see that, you know, 2K kind of downgraded ever since, but like I, that's what honestly just like blew my mind with this whole like graphics and the gameplay and everything like that in my opinion okay okay 
I don't know. The question is a little harder for me because I didn't have the consoles on day one of launch, like neither of them. But in terms of, hmm. in terms of, I guess a game that I had came out within the last con- or this current console's uh, life cycle, life, life cycle, that kind of made me say, okay, I see that we're kind of like playing with a different like kind of fire here. I gotta say, I probably was Grand Theft Auto Five. I want to say, because when that game came out, like I hadn't played anything like that before, and I'm looking at this game and I'm playing through it, and I'm just like, dog. All right, now this feels drastically different than how Grand Theft Auto was on the last gen. Wow. Okay, this is okay. We <laughs> in here. I see where we at. Okay. Okay. So I, I know what you mean. It's not like the same answer because it's hard for me to answer it in the way y'all did, but that's the answer i got i guess yeah. <clears throat> i mean gta i'm talking about rise son of rome that game didn't have many legs grand theft auto 5's got all the legs Bruh. in the world that game has spanned the course of two console generations <laughs> probably gonna be three because they're apparently upgrading yeah. it for next gen yep. yeah sadly you know ps5 grand theft auto 5 coming out yeah, I mean, that's not even a slide on the older ones, but like you, you know, you're playing a newer game when mm-hmm. you're playing Grand Theft Auto Five as opposed to what it was on the older consoles. It's just like whoa. Even I on last gen, that. like Grand Theft Auto Five, you know, was ahead of its time, and like yeah, it kind of was. Definitely, kind of was. I think. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Rockstar, as always, <laughs> freaking kills it. They set the bar for game for sure. So. Coming out with some, but um, but yeah, moving on to the, the the next thing that we wanted to dive into, you know, now that we've got the icebreaker out of the way, I believe Chris wanted to talk a little bit more about you know what we hope to achieve in this podcast and why why we set out to do it in the first place. So this is three people who came together who have like a mutual passion for gaming and just everything that goes into gaming. We sit here sometimes talking about devs. We sit here sometimes talking about new graphic engines. Like, we really get busy sometimes in some of these gaming talks. And for me, it's always like, you know, I go on YouTube all the time, and I watch a lot of dudes. Rakad, Destiny, whatever the case is. And um, there ain't too many podcast teams that look like us. You know what I mean? Or sound like us. Yeah, I mean, and I think that we just are able to hopefully come at it from another angle. Hopefully people are able to relate to us in a way that maybe they're not able to some of these other dudes. And um yeah, man. Like, dude, we have so many dope discussions on headset just playing, so why the hell are we not recording them? I totally agree. And it's like, you know, I mean, like we you know, we definitely gonna keep it real because I know some uh, you know, some people get paid to say stuff. We're definitely gonna keep it real, you know. Budget gaming is real. <laughs> you wanna make sure you guys have the best gaming experience on a budget, all that kind of stuff. Because oh, broke yeah. boys. <laughs> now let me stop. Yeah, we're definitely no, definitely gonna boy. bring you <clears throat> our perspectives unfiltered, unapologetic, because Again, like Chris said, there's not really many people out there doing types of things that look like us, that have our opinions. And the couple that are out there, you know, I have, I will say this, I have noticed that, you know, over the course of this year, with the pandemic, with um, some of the social unrest, I have noticed that some more, you know, creators that look like us are definitely getting a little bit more shine. So um, that's definitely a good thing to see. You know, shout out to the Spawn on Me podcast. Beef, that's a amazing amazing podcast you know for someone who looks like us another person of color you know and, and they've been getting a lot of shine in the industry so yeah we just want to be another voice at the table so to speak giving our opinions about all the different things so with that being said we're gonna we're gonna jump into a little bit of conversation about next gen because that's kind of the theme of of this podcast, for obvious reasons, you know, like like uh, Manny had mentioned earlier, we're roughly less than 30 days away from the next generation, right? November 10th, getting the new Xbox. November 12th, we're getting the new PlayStation. So it's, it's an exciting time. It's a fun time. Everybody's excited. 
So my question to you guys is, uh, were you guys able to secure a pre-order? I personally did. Thankfully, I got myself a, an Xbox Series X. <laughs> Didn't get myself a PlayStation 5 just yet. I'm going to lo- wait a little bit on that. But uh, Chris, I, I see you chuckling there. You know, Tell us wh- how your experience went. Did I get a pre-order? <laughs> so man woke up that morning like a kid on Christmas day man I said oh shit fam pre-order day got ready for work and went to work man I was happy I was telling people good morning I don't even like hey good morning <laughs> morning I'm about to pre-order for- you only fuck with you but morning you know what I'm saying I was <sighs> So me and my other homie, I actually converted him because he's a PlayStation loyalist. And um, I've been, you know, been in his ear the last few weeks, kind of just letting him know, man, like, you know, grass might be a little bit more greener on the other side. No pun intended, even though green is one of the Xbox colors. No pun intended. Anyways, we both ran down the hallway because we were in a meeting until around the time when they said that the uh, pre-orders were going to go live. We ran down the hallway. I'm at my computer. I'm click, click, clack, clacking, and I'm <laughs> I'm looking for my shit. And I got so many error messages. I got so many disconnections. And then eventually, because it took too long, those error messages and disconnections soon became <sighs> out of stock. <laughs> out of stock. Enough of the chat for my guy Chris. Oof. They out of stock. So, no, I ain't getting no pre-order, fam. <laughs> so no, no, no Xbox, no PlayStation. Nah. Okay, okay. Nah, nah, we not, we not future-proofed yet. I ain't want to let no real nigga get that shit. That's what it was. That's what we it was. Right? <laughs> we gonna work on it. We're gonna work on getting yeah. you something. We'll, we'll yeah. find a way. We'll definitely find a way. You know, for all my boys struggling out there too, I understand. Nah, man, they saw my IP address. Hell no, hell no. <laughs> And they cut my shit. I got DDoSed off my pre-order, bro. It was just a terrible experience, honestly. You know, I was at work as well. And honestly, my work scene, though, was terrible. So trying to, like, pre-order over the phone was bad enough. And then I had my sister also try to help me pre-order. And we're out here, like, arguing, texting, like, yo, did you do this? Did you try that? Did you do that? And she's like, no, I did, I did. And then, like, she said she actually, like, waited in line at the GameStop online pre-order. And got into the cart and like the thing took forever and like it was kept on buffering mm-hmm, but then, yeah. like after it finished refreshing it said out of stock you're gonna have to get back in line and i'm like what so i ended up luckily you know loading up xbox and ended up getting a xbox series s at first but then later on that day devin was telling me a good friend of mine shout uh, out devin Shout out to Devin. <laughs> that uh, Best Buy was working supposedly because another friend pre-ordered multiple consoles supposedly on Best Buy. So I went to Best Buy real quick, got me an Xbox Series X. My sister also pre-ordered another Xbox Series X. So, you know, I ended up getting two Xbox Series Xs and a Series S by mistake. And now I'm chilling with three consoles. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> But you got- I already sold an Xbox Series X, so oh, that's why. Okay. That's okay. why. Yes, that's why. I- that's why I said I have the Xbox Series S, or else I would have sold you a Series S, Chris. I'm sorry. I still have the S, chilling. Okay. 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 This man then had two in his possession and sold one. I can't even get a pre-order. Do you see where the balances lie in the universe? Come on, fam. You trying to tell me they ain't set that up? Well, I feel I mean, bad for Felix because Felix said he pre-ordered multiple, and I guess since he pre-ordered multiple copies, they had to cancel his pre-order since he broke the rules. Yeah, I've heard a couple stories of uh, different people losing their pre-orders. Definitely sucks. That's wild. One of the big wild. things I had heard from uh, people who wow. pre-ordered on Amazon. Well, actually, give, to give you a little bit more backstory on my pre-order experience, I was lucky enough to have gotten married the week prior. So I was like still on my little honeymoon. So I didn't have to worry about going to work or anything. 10 o'clock hit, 10 o'clock Eastern time hit. I was ready to go, you know, sitting in front of my computer, just, you know, waiting, 
checking out the different websites to see you know where I can get my pre-order. So my original plan was to get pre-order through Amazon. Uh, you know, the time hit. <clears throat> Forget about it, because Amazon, you keep refreshing the site, refreshing the site. They're just showing you different pictures of dogs. This Fido. Yeah, this stupid little ugly ass dog. dog. Bro. Little, the little ugly ass little bulldog that they don't put on. So Who the hell wanted to see that little dumb ass dog when you try to put your pre-order in? Don't make you feel better. Like, don't give me no error code. Like, you know, everybody oh, pre-ordering oh. the Xboxes, supposedly. I've just seen people on Facebook Marketplace, you know, selling it. And I'm like, yo, how you get it from Amazon? When I've been trying so many times. But yeah, time from my understanding, the uh, Amazon and Best Buy links went up a little bit later than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Um, the last place that I ended up trying ended up being the Microsoft Store. I honestly didn't expect to get it directly from the source. But sure enough, 45 minutes later. Sitting there clicking on the same link over and over and over and waiting for it to just buffer through. I eventually got my pre-order, thank God, because uh, I would have been, I'd have been stuck in the same boat as my guy uh, Chris down there. <laughs> That's okay. We're gonna get him a system. I, w- I wish you knew your situation. Like I honestly thought you got it, but then Denzel told me later that like nah, I tried. I, I like, dude, when I tell you that we ran down the hallway to try to hop on the computer. Like we almost tripped over each other. That's how crazy it was. And uh, he got his because, like, um, the Best Buy, like I said, they charged you full price for your pre-order, and he was able to do that. And I was like, Damn, I ain't got no money like that right now. I need them to uh, charge me later. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I put a little some something on it, but uh, ain't got the whole thing right now. And uh, that's all right. Keep it on the budget. We'll get it. We'll so, get it. Get it for you. I'm, I'm gonna be freezing my nuts off on uh, November 9th. In front of uh, Best Buy with Felix, apparently, and uh, shout out Felix. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we'll let we'll let you know, viewers will let you guys know how that works out. But I'm pretty confident. Yeah, we might have to. Yo, Deadass, if I end up out there, we might have to record that. Nah, so I, I think, actually, I don't know if I want to say because then the viewers are gonna be like, you know, the, oh, let me stop. We'll so I, we'll save that for later. Yeah, we'll save it for we'll later. Save. But um, but yeah, I mean. Aside from the obvious, you know, I think we've all kind of discussed our, our negative experiences with this whole thing. Um, I don't know if there's any positives. Personally, I think the only positive that came out of it for me was that I got one. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I mean, I got multiple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. For real. Man. Disappointed in you, Goopy. Disappointed. <laughs> That's all right. What? That is what it is. I'm, I'm really happy I got my Xbox now. I'm probably yeah, uh, going to get myself a PlayStation next year, early next year. Um, I'm waiting for Horizon to come out before I go ahead and grab myself a PlayStation because, yeah. honestly, as much as Miles Morales looks great, I could definitely... Horizon's the I game that I need, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's funny because pre-ordering yeah. my PlayStation 5, I just woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning and my friend was like, yo, they're, they're live. And I was like, they're live? <laughs> I just went on, you know, my tired ass, woke up, went to bestbuy.com, was like, oh, I could pre-order it. Bet. That's crazy because the, the PlayStation <laughs> pre-order situation was so, like, both of them it was weren't worse, good. Right? Both of them weren't good. But PlayStation yeah. 1, in my opinion, was worse because Sony was like, okay, they're going to be available for pre-order tomorrow. And then really what ended up happening was the moment they said tomorrow, it went live. So like half the people who were planning on pre-ordering it get what they So that sucked. I mean, not that the, the yeah, Microsoft pre-order went any better, even though everybody knew to be ready yeah. at 11 or what, 10 or whatever time it ended up being. There's got to be a better way. I think it's been discussed up, down, left, and right by just about every gaming analyst and pundit or whatever you want to call it. There's got to be a better way. For sure. Like how GameStop did it. They attempted the line system. Um, I know the line system for them, though, wasn't the greatest because they just put you in the screen. Was yeah, like, but what we line. found out later on, they weren't really putting you in a line. What they were doing was they had it set up where the, the website was automatically refreshing for you. It wasn't like you were queued in a line to say, like, you were number one, two, three, so on and so forth. That functionality, apparently, from what we've learned, doesn't exist. They just kind of... They just kind of kept refreshing it for you to make you think that you were in line. Which, I mean, whatever. Like, it doesn't necessarily matter. It didn't It didn't seem to create a better experience for anybody because most of the people that I talked to didn't get a system through that method. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
there's got to be a better way, and I'm sure we'll find out. I don't know. Some maybe maybe this is one of those things that never gets sorted out. You know, seven years from now, when we're in the next console generation, probably going to be back to square one. It'll be the same thing as it. Yep. What, what I think is. they should do, honestly, is have people sign up ahead of time for the pre-order, and then they take everybody who signed up and put their name in a big ass spinning raffle wheel. Like and a they just. System. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. But this bullshit. Nah, I, I'm know. trying to get it. I'm trying to get it. I. Ain't... I mean, it's it really is just as it's it's more fair. If anything, it's more fair mm-hmm. because you you're going based off a of chance. I mean, I guess at some level, the system that's set up now is also by chance. But that is that lottery system is cleaner. It, it makes it more a lot cleaner. Yeah, for sure. I think that was something that Sony tried to do. If I remember correctly, there was a way that you could sign up for. I guess like exclusive access to being able to pre-order it, but I don't know whatever happened to that. It seemed like it just kind of fell through because I've never seen anybody discuss it. And I, I don't know. I I feel like what happened was yeah, you signed up for pre-order notifications, but I think if I'm not mistaken, as after that press conference ended, I think like Walmart said pre-orders are live, and that's when like everything everything started going crazy. Well, what I'm what I'm talking about with that lottery system was specifically through Sony's website. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily through any other retailers, so I don't I don't know what happened to that. Apparently, you would go to like PlayStation.com, fill out whatever information you filled out, and it would be tied to your your gamer tag or PlayStation ID, and uh, they would like choose whomever at random to get a system. But that was the conversation I had heard beforehand. I don't know what ended up happening when the pre-orders actually went live. Maybe that's something we can explore later on down the road. But uh, speaking of PlayStation. This week, one of the, the cool things that we got to see was uh, the new PlayStation <coughs> UI. Um, I know we all have different opinions on it and whatnot, but Andy, did you want to give us a little rundown on that? Yeah, I mean, PlayStation UI, in my opinion, looks pretty clean, in my opinion. Uh, you know, a lot of people were, you know, mixed reviews, up and downs, and all that kind of stuff. But I honestly think it's, you know, simple and right to the point. I like the new uh, trophy card system. That kind of like hints you to when you're about to get that trophy or how how much longer. Um, the party system, um, you know, I liked how they had the share screen feature as well. Uh, so cool, cool little things. Uh, you could kind of play around with that, you know, for your PlayStation players out there. Um, also, I like how they kind of had the little um, spoiler alert feature <laughs> when you're trying to like share clips and stuff like that. It's pretty dope because I know. Sometimes you, you might not really realize it, but when you look at through the social feed, and especially like Xbox, somebody could record a clip or take a screenshot and end up potentially spoiling something for you in a game that like is really big. So um, I think, like I said, so pretty for, cool. those, uh, for those who haven't actually seen the UI, you mentioned a couple different, so like the spoiler there thing definitely sounds really cool, but the picture in picture thing, did you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Like for, for the viewers out there who haven't actually seen it, which I would recommend going to check it out because it's on PlayStation's YouTube. Yeah, man. Want to elaborate on that a little bit? What do you mean picture to picture? Like, uh... You, you mentioned it. The picture in picture. What <laughs> <laughs> picture to picture did I think? What, what, are you talking about, like, the screenshots I was talking about? Or, like... You, you, it was, I just using your words. You yeah, said I was going to say, so. I didn't even know that was a feature. Yeah, that's, that's why I was like, that, I, I must have missed something, but it, maybe, maybe I misunderstood what you meant by picture. Hey, maybe, picture. maybe it's a misunderstanding. Uh, picture to picture, I, I'm still trying to figure that out myself. <laughs> okay, well, my apologies. But yeah, I'm, oh, it's um, not good. You put me on the spot. I just, I mean, it, <laughs> you said it, so, hey. <laughs> but anyways, Chris, um, you know, what, what do you think about the, why? I think it looks clean, man. I think aesthetically it's pleasing to the eye. Um, it seems like they consolidated a lot of the crap that you kind of had to like dig a little deeper to find in the old UI. Kind of like how Xbox did with their recent things. You know, you can kind of press the Xbox button in the middle now and kind of get exactly where you want to get mm-hmm. quickly. So it feels like that's what they did. The only two things that I worry about is... I remember when they first started talking about the PS5 features and stuff like that, and there was this one feature that there was rumored about, like, the games now, because of whatever the UI was doing, it was going to actually kind of give you a hint 
in terms of what's the best way of 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 beating a certain part of a game or whatever. If that's baked into the UI still and that's a thing, I'm going to hope that there's a way to turn that shit off cuz I I'm I'm I don't want that. <laughs> like I don't want a console telling me how I need to beat the level. I don't want a console telling me, "Oh, well, if you use this weapon, there's a 99% chance that you're going to be able to get where like i should be able to figure that out on my own as a gamer i feel i, feel I don't like want that's to be... gotta be i mean i we don't know right i'm sure we'll find out we mm. information with the playstation ui has been kind of dodgy at best right now very lucky to have gotten the that but i would have to imagine that something like that is um you can toggle it on or off yeah i'm that doesn't Create a good user experience. I hated the way that sounded when I first heard about it. I was like, wait, what? That's uh why would yeah. I want to handle it like that? That's I think I think it's that. I think having that feature holds value, you know, for accessibility purposes, right? Like, you know, yeah. it's playing yeah. games like you know, the last thing that PlayStation wants their players to feel like is frustrated when they're playing a game. So if there's a scenario where they can help them, you know, along with a mission or something that they happen to be stuck on. I think it's a good feature. I think it, it Makes sense to have something like that, but yeah, hope that it's not something that you're forced into. You. I'll be turning that off immediately. I don't want that. Yeah, nah, that's that's uh, that's training wheels. Yeah, I think it's also like, if I'm not mistaken, when I did see it, they did say it's exclusive to PlayStation Plus members, and I know I'm not gonna have PlayStation Plus, so mm. <laughs> won't be a problem for me. Interesting. And then they also said something. Uh, what was it? Uh, never mind, I forgot. It was a fact I was going to mention too about it, but I can't remember what the details were. Never mind. Yeah. But yeah, if if it's only for PlayStation Plus members, then that leads me to believe that it is something that probably can be turned off at some level, right? Mm-hmm. PlayStation can turn it off. I'm assuming they should give their users. So hopefully that's a non-issue. Cause that... Yeah. I guess the other thing that I've been hearing is that the party... The party system is is fucked up now. Like how you send out your invites to other folks or whatever to get into new parties or whatever. I am reading has became or has become very cumbersome for a lot of folks, and they're saying that it was something that didn't need to really get broken. It worked fine before how it was, and it's kind of one of those take one step forward, two steps back kind of thing. I haven't seen it for myself to kind of like really give it a, a like a judge because when they did show their interface, they didn't go into that section. But if that's really a thing, that's I can already see how that's annoying too. But so so everything else. What, so we think it's a rumor, or do we know if it's confirmed? And what exactly is it? Oh no no no! This is something that I've read that people are saying that they've experienced just like digging into it now on Reddit. So basically, how you go about sending out invites to folks to join your party is based upon the groups that you have people already put into or some shit like that from what I was reading. So like if you have a group of friends that you play with all the time or whatever, it be- it would behoove you to just put them into one group because then you could easily just send them invites. But then the second like somebody, I don't know, you might have a streamer or somebody who's watching your stream, I should say, that say, hey, you want to play a game with me or whatever? And you say, yeah, well, then now you got to create a whole nother group, add that person to the group and then you can send them an invite to like it's just it's extra like steps system kind of thing where it's like in order to really talk to each other you just need to start a new group chat in order to really do that yeah it's 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 just a that's weird i don't know why they're supposed to do it that way but yeah that sounds weird i hope that's not really how it goes and hopefully sony can give us a little bit more clarification on all that stuff soon yeah knowing how they typically do things i'm sure we won't get any <laughs> clarification until the system's finally out but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, honestly, even now, with the last update on the PS4, I don't know if I'm going to even trust the PS4 parties, you know? The government listening. Yeah, that's... They're listening to everything. They're listening to everything. I didn't even go I'm not... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even go I said the party oh. chats are recorded. I mean, I ain't going to... Yeah, right. I mean, I think... I think... <laughs> this, is, this is my theory. I don't... What do I know? I'm just some guy here sitting down talking to you guys. Right. But... What I feel is the case is, and for those who don't know, um, there's a there's a new uh, message that pops up when you update your PlayStation 4 that tells you that Sony is recording your conversations. 
and that there's a possibility that people in your chat could also be recording your conversations. Um, and I think <laughs> that that's just about every other consumer product in the yeah, history yeah, of anything. They own the content. They're going to record it. Like if, if it comes down to it, like they're not, you know, Sony's not sitting there actively listening to our, our conversations right now. Right. It's being recorded somewhere in some cloud. And if it comes down to, you know, little Timmy and little Devin were sitting there talking about, you know, robbing a bank or doing, doing some, some nefarious activity, it comes down to the FBI has to knock on Sony's door and say, Hey, you know, these people, um, plotted this thing over PlayStation network. Like we need access to these files. Like they have a subpoena and now Sony has to play ball. That's the only reason this thing exists. Right. Big snitching. I see. I see. I yeah, understand. That's, that's just how I, 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 I would be shocked. Absolutely <laughs> shocked. If Microsoft doesn't do the same thing, you know, we're recording this podcast oh, over man. discord right now. I would be shocked if discord doesn't do this. Bro, they all do it, man. It's, it's just, it's just the nature of using free or public platforms. They have to be recorded. Yeah. These private companies, they don't owe us anything, really. Although, granted, you do pay for PlayStation Plus, so I, I can kind of see where some people might be a little uptight about it. But at some level, they're being transparent about it, and I don't think it's that big of a surprise. Like, Verizon, where's my phone conversations at some level? I'm sure, it sits on some cloud somewhere. They may not be actively listening to it again, but it's still there. It exists. So... I don't know. I feel like this was news in a way because it popped up on everybody's screens. But this isn't really news. Like it's not really anything that we didn't already know. It's in the back. So, yep. that's my two cents. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you got a microphone and a headset and you are doing anything over an internet connection, bam! <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. It's being like, recorded at some level. I know. It may not be recorded for nefarious reasons or anything, but it's be it's definitely, definitely, definitely. just it is what it is. I, I feel more violated about webcams, man. Like I would feel more uncomfortable if they were saying, "Oh, well, if whatever you has has a webcam on it, we have the right to record via your webcam whenever we want to." Mm-hmm. That would make me more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, feel I, right. I think I've just gotten used to the idea that I know that they're recording whatever we say audibly. It is what it is. Just don't say no wild shit when you're on a platform and you be alright, fam. Yeah, it's I mean, and even I don't know, like what's the what's the threshold of saying something wild too, right? Like as long as you're not doing, as long as you're not planning like a, a bank robbery or something even worse, something that I wouldn't even say on this podcast. Can't even say. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, why would anybody want to rob a bank and be like, "Yo, let's go on a place you're party and just talk about it"? I mean, that's yo, you know, yo, dude, come on, man, you know people. Well, well, don't be on the phone. Let's go on the party chat. Yeah. Don't be on the phone. That's hot. Yeah. And then they get on the party chat, and then all I, all different types of things, all different types. So, I'm I'm not. I feel like that's that's just not a surprise to me. Like I said, I feel like yeah. Xbox probably does the same thing. Even even if they may not show it to you in the same way, I'm sure that you know when we all sign up for Xbox Live, right? There's a super long. Um, was it U- ULA or whatever it's called, like end user agreement that you that we all have to scroll through and hit agree to? I would not be surprised <laughs> if Xbox Live Parties was a little thing in there that says, "Hey, we record your conversations, reserve the right to record your conversations, whatever it ends up." I would not be surprised. And we will snitch on you. So basically, long story short, PlayStation snitching. Xbox is snitching. Discord is snitching. Everybody's snitching. That's just how it is. Yeah. 6 9 yeah. alone, man. Everybody yeah. doing it. Not him. Keep him alone. But yeah, move, moving on to, uh, you know, since we were talking about Xbox and got our PlayStation news out of the way, but, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about Xbox. Definitely been getting a lot more press lately, in general, mm-hmm. because of all the, the moves that they've been making. You know, these last, what is it, three weeks? two or three weeks where they uh, sent out the, the systems to different YouTubers and influencers and whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're getting more and more information trickling in about that stuff. It seems like every week they seem to be allowed to talk about something different. So, you know, we started off with the backwards compatibility stuff. Um, you know, they, they went into talking a little bit more about 
auto HDR on those backwards compatible games. And then this week, it seems like we got our first taste of uh, next-gen games with uh, Dirt yeah. 5 and Yakuza Like a Dragon. So, you know, what did you guys think about that? Uh, starting off with Manny, did you guys get a chance to, did you get a chance to check out that footage? You know, what do you think about the impressions so far? Um, I haven't really checked it out, the footage, uh, just because Yakuza and Dirt 5 really aren't games that is my cup of tea, I guess you could say. I mean, I do like racing games, but I was never really a big fan of Dirt itself, and I never really got the chance to take a dive into Yakuza, but... Yeah, I mean, I heard mixed reviews. Like, I heard Dirt 5 isn't, like, the most amazing next-gen title type of thing. Um, But other than that, I haven't really heard anything about it. Yeah, <clears throat> I think uh, the thing that, you know, so so for for example, I, IGN put out a couple preview videos. They seem to be less than impressed with Dirt 5 and Yakuza. Although, to be fair, the footage, the initial footage that IGN put out, it was like sub 4K, which I, I couldn't understand why you'd want to show off like a, <laughs> a thing that's, you know, the next gen thing that's in 4K, why you'd want to like show that to your users. And I didn't understand. But eventually, um, I think it was Digital Foundry, they put out some footage in 4K. I thought it actually looked amazing. It's not, I wasn't, personally, I'm not looking at Dirt 5 on Yakuza like a dragon to be I don't know, graphical showcases. These games weren't built specifically for the next gen systems. Pretty sure Yakuza Like a Dragon is coming to PlayStation Five and I think it had already been out on PlayStation Four in the past or so- something along those lines. And I think Dirt Five is also coming to next uh, to multiple consoles as well. So yeah. I'm not too surprised that it wasn't like blowing anybody away as far as graphics go. The thing that I think most people wanted to see from Dirt 5 was the 120 frames conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people came away, you know, with pretty mixed reviews on that. I know IGN said that they weren't too impressed. Digital Foundry said they were pretty impressed. I'm still waiting on my uh, 120 hertz monitor. So when that comes in, I'll be able to go take a look at it myself. But as a whole, outside of those two games, um, everything that I've personally seen about the, the the previews of the Xbox Series X seem to be really, really impressive. Like how it handles next, um, sorry, backwards compatible games seems to be pretty awesome. The fact that it's been doubling, frame, you know, cer- certain games that have played at 30 frames per second and now are playing at full 60, like without anybody really having to do anything is very impressive to me. I know that they showed off, uh, Digital Foundry, you know, they're amazing with this type of stuff in particular as far as frame rates and resolutions and so on. But they showed off uh, Assassin's Creed Unity, which is a game that's like years yeah. old, maybe? No, it Five wasn't. years old? It's an it old game. I think Unity was uh, the one that came after 4. <coughs> I mean, either that's, way, I, I'm that's not sure. 2014. That's 2014. Man, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's six years ago? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that game, apparently, um, when it first came out, it was it had an unlocked frame rate. But it would only really run at like thirty or lower, <clears throat> and Digital Foundry found a way to get a copy of that original game and run it on the Series X, and it's running at sixty frames smooth, like no issues, which is really impressive. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Also, the SSD, you know, they're 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 testing out a lot of different games. Red Dead Redemption, in particular, like anybody knows about Red Dead Redemption, game takes forever to load. They were mm-hmm. chopping down load times by like a third so you know the hardware itself to me is very impressive i i cannot wait to get that in my play all my other games like destiny and so on and so forth and chris i know you know obviously you're a big big destiny fan you guys will find out for sure as we uh continue those you know what did you think about what you saw with destiny 2 running on series x uh well that made me saltier than i already am because I couldn't secure the pre-order, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm a dude who, one, I just, you know, stepped into the world of a high refresh rate monitor, and I've never really cared about that kind of stuff before. But then as soon as I did it, I saw how much of a difference it made. So then I'm looking at the Destiny situation, and I'm like, visually, just from 
looking at it on a TV or on like a YouTube video, I'm like, whoa, I already know that that's not what it's going to be when it's actually in my hands in front of me. It's going to be even more. Well, it's going to be like, whoa, times two. You know what I'm saying? And like, <laughs> oh, man, like that. Oh, oh, I can't wait. But I also know it's going to make it very hard to ever go back to uh, anything lesser than that. Absolutely. I mean, Destiny, a couple other games too, but Destiny in particular, because I play that more than probably anything else, I'm very, very excited for. Not only for um, the frames per second and all that kind of stuff, but I don't know if you've seen the, the most recent TWAB, but they're also giving Destiny players like the Field of View slider. Yes. And I didn't expect them to get something like that on console. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy, man. Like, yeah, yeah these next gen consoles are. are, are Man, like They're more and more like PC. That's the thing that I think I'm very excited for is having the flexibility yeah. to have these features like that. Well, the field of view slider alone will make it so that way Yoten will never kill me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> ever That's again. Yelling. Shout out to our Destiny Ever. players out there. If anybody's watching, you guys know. How you Lee, man. Y'all got to get a life. Sorry, so I don't. Oh, oh Chris has a personal vendetta against any Yoten user, and I'm, I'm, yeah, you know, so I'm right there with him. Use Yoten, please stop. They gotta stop. go. They gotta go. No love for them. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm excited for that. I'm even excited for like Ori, man. Ori's gonna get the 120 treatment. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's that's gonna game. be. 120? Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. I know you haven't experienced 120 yet, so. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got a resident uh, PC guy here, you know. I mean, well, I I play PC too, but Manny, he's got got himself a nice little setup, right? Very nice. 2070. Uh, You elitist now? That's what happened? (laughs) No, I'm I'm more of a console gamer in the end, but like I play games like Warzone, like Valorant, uh, stuff like that. Games, yeah, I get it. So it's like, yeah, and I know pretty much all of us are, um, you know, we play competitive shooters, right? Like we all we all play Warzone at some level, even though we've all kind of fallen off a little bit. You know, Chris and I play Destiny pretty pretty heavily. Any, you know, said you play Valorant, you play Warzone, you know. I want to get back to Apex, especially now it's Crossbreak. Yeah, I feel like I got to get Spellbreak. Yeah, all, all those competitive games, you know, where, like fast-paced, they will thrive 120 frames. Next year, definitely. For next yeah. year, it's going to be so crazy. I can't wait. Super, super, super excited. But, um, you know, pivoting away from... Those type of, well, I guess competitive shooters, you know, <clears throat> one of the things that I saw when they were showing off the previews was uh, Fallout, so Fallout 4. That's another one of those games that's actually going to benefit a lot from double frame rate. Mm, oh, yeah. A faster SSD, you know, a better a SSD period, so faster load times, all that stuff. And I'm wondering what you guys think about a next-gen Fallout. Well, we got to get uh, the next Elder Scrolls first before we talk about... That's where we're going? That's fine. That's fine. I don't worry about next-gen Fallout. That's where... Oh, good God. Okay. Um, shit. <laughs> this man said where a next-gen Fallout's going to go. Okay. You go first, Manny. You go first. You go first. God damn. Well, like I said, first, I'm waiting on that Elder Scrolls, you know, the next one to come out. But Fallout... You know, obviously they have still Fallout 76, and I think they're still, like, running content through it. So it might be a while before we get a new Fallout, which I'm fine because, you know, I don't want them to rush like they did with Fallout 76 where they just, you know, here you go. You yeah. can spend, like, what, 30 bucks a month or type of thing. Not 30 bucks a month, I'm exaggerating, but, like, their little uh, service that they try to yeah, do. Their, with... Yeah, their game as a service with Fallout 76. Seems like they they want to drag that on for a little bit. I hope that doesn't mean that. Get in the way. Uh, I know Bethesda has a couple other things that get through. Yeah. Like you said, Elder Scrolls Six is still on the table. Starfield is still on the table. You don't yeah, know man. what that's gonna look like. So, personally, mm-hmm. I want to see another Fallout. I love Fallout. Yeah. 
Like, they have to. I think you have to kind of rectify the mess that kind of came after 76. Like, if if the last game in the Fallout franchise is Fallout 76, what? Like, There's that's no terrible. No that's way. terrible. No, definitely not. It's, 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 it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. You know, so yeah. I think we're all, we're all waiting to see what Bethesda is doing next. And that obviously brings us to an even different topic where I know the world's been on fire about this for the last what month or so since Microsoft went ahead and bought Zenimax, a.k.a. Bethesda. Um, everybody's been talking about, you know, are these games going to come exclusively to Xbox? So <clears throat> I know since it's our first episode, we never really necessarily got a chance to talk about that. And I'm sure most of our viewers have probably heard, you know, just about everything there is to hear about this at this point. But we do have some new developments this week. Uh, so Phil Spencer, in an interview with Kotaku, kind of, you know, addressed the situation. And it's interesting because, well, actually, you know what, before we get into it, let me read the quote for you guys. So, uh, so Phil Spencer says, I don't want to mm-hmm. be flippant about that. This deal was not done to take away games from another platform or player base like that. Nowhere in documentation that we put together was how do we keep other players from playing these games? We want more people to be able to play games, not fewer people to be able to play games. But I'll also say in the model, I'm just answering directly the question that you had. When I think about where people are going to be playing games and the number of devices that we had, and we have xCloud, PC, and Game Pass in our console base, I don't have to go ship those games on any other platform other than the platforms we support in order to kind of make the deal work for us, whatever that means. And that's the end quote. So to me, <laughs> I feel like that kind of shuts the door on any conversation about Fallout 6, 7, 8, <clears throat> Elder Scrolls 6, Starfield, like, I feel like that shuts the door on that coming to anything other than Xbox platforms. Like that's never going to yeah. be on PlayStation again. If I'm reading yeah. that quote, but yeah, you still have people out there on the internet who are saying, you know, well, you know, I, I still think, and I, I feel like a lot of it is probably that these people might be in denial a bit, mm. but you know, every time I hear <laughs> them say that they want to reach the, the most amount of people possible, I like, for some reason, people think like, oh, well, that means it's going to be on PlayStation. I don't understand that. I don't know if you guys have your opinions on it or if you can help me understand why people think that. But Chris, what do you, what do you think? I, uh, you know, how do I put this? It's like a stigma. It's weird. It's like one of those things where when you talk to like an average gamer, not like a really like hardcore gamer, but just like an average gamer. For whatever reason, their mind defaults to PlayStation. Hmm. Don't know why. It, it just does. It, whenever you have a conversation with anybody about any of this stuff, for, they always like consider Xbox second. And I don't know if that has to do with the fact that it physically came second in terms of creation. But yeah, um, the fact that the PC gaming is as big as it is today, like it's massive, and the fact that Game Pass is so accessible on so many different platforms now today. Yeah, I don't I don't get why PlayStation does count for a, a good chunk, don't get me wrong, but I would argue if you add PC numbers plus one of either PlayStation or Xbox's numbers, that's gotta be somewhere between like sixty and seventy percent of the total buy, right? Like I, I would I would assume. Because that, that's how big I think the PC numbers are. I'd have to look it up to like fact check it. But I think they're huge. I, I yeah. agree with everything you just said. Andy, what do you think, man? Yeah, uh, going on with Chris, uh, what he was saying with the PC community. Honestly, uh, PC community is huge. Uh, this is huge for, you know, PlayStation, uh, not PlayStation, uh, Xbox and the PC community. They will definitely be getting the fallout. And, uh, of course, if you guys haven't, you know, noticed, since... Play uh, Bethesda is now an Xbox studio. That game is coming to Game Pass, so that's pretty huge in that part as well. So, uh, like Bethesda games going to be on Game Pass, like the new Fallout or Elder Scrolls and Star Wars and so on and so forth, which is huge because honestly, that's I think okay, Game Pass is very underrated. 
Um, so the fact that we were able to get these like new games like for only fifteen dollars a month plus a hundred more, uh, it's honestly insane. Uh, and you know this might open up the PC community to try Game Pass more because obviously they have Steam and other Epic Game Store or whatever. Um, but this is, I guess, a good leadway if um, that if Fallout is or whatever future games that Bethesda, Bethesda pushes is only going to be exclusive to uh, the Xbox Store or Game Pass, then like you know, it it really helps them out a lot. Yeah, I I feel like you don't drop seven point billion, seven point five billion dollars to uh, but just doesn't make personally. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I don't know. I like I said before. People always quote Microsoft for saying they want people to be able to like anyone to be able to play their games anywhere. anywhere. I know we're talking about Xbox, we're talking about PlayStation, we're talking about PC. But what do you? What's the most popular gaming platform in the world right now? Right now? I would argue it has to be PC, no? Yeah, I mean, I think honestly, PC is probably just the most popular. It's the most accessible. It's out easy. Of all of them. Yeah, like uh, Chris said, it's easily accessible. Um, we, can, we can look up lot. the numbers, and I and I think we probably I I, I should have done that, so I apologize, viewers. But I think when I say this, you'll everybody will agree. The most popular gaming platform in the world is mobile. Period. Hands down. Oh yeah. yeah. It's your phone. I never thought of that. I didn't you consider know, it. I'm not a mobile gamer, so I don't think about that kind of stuff. But but either way, every single person yeah. has a phone, right? Even even though you you say you're not a mobile gamer, right, Manny? Um, what was it? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we were at uh, Felix's house and we were playing Among Us on our phones, right? That, that that is true. It is the most popular gaming platform in the world, bar none. That's where yeah. Xbox is now. Yeah. Game Pass on Android phone. right now. But yeah, like game you're... streaming on your phone, you know, and uh, yeah, to your point, it's only on Android right now. They're working on getting it on iPhone, working on getting it on iPad. Like the numbers are just too big there alone. So yeah. if, you're, if you're on mobile, which is bigger than Xbox and PlayStation combined at this point, you're on PC, <laughs> and you have you know your console base as well. You don't need to go to PlayStation. You just don't. It just it, there's just no yeah. point, man. They want Xbox to be the best place to play, right? They don't want to give you any op- reason to want to look at anyone else's platforms. So, hey, I can I can get my Xbox Series X and play Starfield and be doing, you know, whatever quest it is that I'm doing, and then, oh, I have to leave and get on the train and go wherever. I uh, just hop on my phone and start playing from there, right? Like... I have a question too. I, I I would be curious to see what you guys' opinion is on on this. When um, you know, like how there's people out there when Last of Us came out for PlayStation, and they might not have been like a PlayStation fan, but they went out and bought a PlayStation just to be able to play that game or any other game that they might do that with. Do you guys think Bethesda has the clout at this day and age? to cause that same effect in terms of the the PlayStation fan base? Because, like, I think about a game like Skyrim, right? Say, like, they made a Skyrim 2. Does that cause PlayStation fans to go out there and say, you know what, I got to buy an Xbox just to be able to play this next Elder Scrolls or something? Do you think it's that big of a, a deal or, or no? I definitely think so. And... We like like Denzel said though, like we got the Project X Cloud. Like they could just literally just what fifteen dollars a month with Game Pass, you just have it on your phone, be able to play. I mean, it's brilliant because like you don't have to have a Xbox or a PC. You could literally just have a phone and play these mm-hmm. games on Game Pass, and you're good. Yeah. I, yeah. Personally, I think the plat. So we're you know I think a lot of people are looking at it the wrong way where everybody's, you know, even, even the way you framed the question, whether you meant to or not, was, you know, go out and buy an Xbox, right? If, if, that's, if that's the question you're asking me, I think the answer is no. They don't have to go out and buy an Xbox. The platform is Game, game Pass. Want to go out and buy Game Pass. If you spend that $15 a month, you could also go ahead and buy yourself an Xbox if you want to, but there's, there's a chance that if you're a PlayStation... 
Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, but you know, like it, you could just use your phone. And and I think I know the the game streaming thing is it's kind of touchy. You know, like it's not necessarily there yet for all these for everybody. Some people don't want to necessarily play on a smaller screen like that. But even still, it's like okay, like they they have something for everyone at some level. So it's like, all right, I have a PlayStation, and I already have a PC, like which is a pretty common gaming scenario from what we've seen or, or heard about at least. So, all right, I don't have to go buy an Xbox. I have my PC. I'm just gonna spend my fifteen dollars on Game Pass and play this game on PC. If I don't want to do that. I don't have a PC. Then yeah, I'll go out and buy an Xbox. Oh, maybe I'll go buy go and buy a Xbox Series S, which is only three hundred dollars. Like the value proposition on every level for what Microsoft is doing is unprecedented. You have your top end. Really, you have your super top end if you get yourself a crazy high-end gaming PC. You have your top end console by getting yourself a Series X. You have a pretty entry-level console with the Series S. You have your phone. Like, there are just so many options, so many ways for people to dive in. It just, it blows my mind that people are still like, oh, Microsoft has to put Elder Scrolls 6 on PlayStation. No, they don't. <laughs> they have created so many different ways for people to be able to consume those games. And that's probably why people like Bethesda are like, you know what? We want to be a part of this. That's probably why they were okay getting bought. You know, like at some level, it's an agreement, right? Like company has yeah. to agree to be purchased. So from everything that we've heard Bethesda say, obviously they're getting bought. So some of it, they may be saying because they're getting bought anyways. But some of the things we've heard them say is that their vision, they share the same vision as Microsoft. Microsoft's vision from everything that we've seen, because I'm more about action than words, everything they've done so far shows us that they want everyone to be able to play no matter who you are and how you come into their ecosystem. So if they have so many different ways for you to enter in, like it's, it's just, it's yeah. crazy. It's amazing to me. I, I am in it's awe of the things that Microsoft the whole discussion changes once you bring the whole phone scenario into the because neither of us were considering that at all the whole phone gaming but then you say it, it's like oh yeah shit it really is a big deal and yeah that whole argument is just like turned on its ass when you bring phones into it that's yeah. wild it's crazy it's cra like like you're, you're just you're you're factoring in markets that at this point i can't really think of anything off the top of my head but just about everywhere people have cell phones at some level, right? But there are definitely markets where it may not be affordable to go get an Xbox. It may not be affordable to go get a PlayStation. It may not be affordable yeah. to go get yourself like a high-end PC or build yourself a PC or any of that. But a phone? Have a phone. Have an internet connection. You can, you can be out here playing Doom. Playing Halo. Man, let me tell you something though, fam. This was going to piss me off. <laughs> and I mean, piss me off. I can't be out here in COD getting killed by somebody camping in a window and this motherfucker is somewhere in the subway just chilling on his phone and camping and still headshotting me from the window. I'm not okay with that. That I'm takes not some okay. serious skill, man. You know how much latency there has to be to play a multiplayer game streaming? I ain't giving nobody who's camping in no window no credit for no kinds of skill. Absolutely not. Amen. No. No. Listen. That's gonna make me feel some type of way. I'm just putting that in the air right now. That's saying. Well, that's if the you know connection is strong enough for somebody in the subway to play playing uh, X Cloud anyway. Five G networks, man. Man, five G networks. I I don't know. If your battery can last long enough, I guess, while you're on the network. <laughs> Have you guys that's... actually gotten a chance to try the streaming yet? On five G. Just just in general, like period. Have you have you gotten I... a chance to try X Cloud? I haven't tried oh, it oh, no, no, no. at the moment, even though I do have my Samsung Galaxy, but I'm about to sell this iPhone, honestly. Yeah, I'll actually get it on my tablet and see how it works out, for sure. It's, but, yeah. it's uh, It works, in my opinion, it works a little bit better than you would expect, but it's definitely not something that you play, at least in its current stage. Yeah. Like you said, like, would you may change like... things the resolution has got to be like way different than like how you, how it would be when you play. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, I would assume like, like, is it a big graphical downgrade? Cause that was the thing I always wondered about if a lot of these games need a lot of frames to kind of like do what they do and they downgrade them to be able to be ran on like a cell phone screen or a tablet screen. So there's two Does different it... things. 
two different things you can do. Sorry, let's catch up. Two different things you can do, right? So there's the Xbox game streaming, which like xCloud, what we're talking about. There's yeah. also um, what's it called? Like remote play. You can stream from your console directly. So if you, so you, we all have Series X's, one X's, right? I wish. So we I must say, I must be nice. <laughs> yes. We all have yeah. one X's. So if our network, our home network, can support it, we could fire up the app, and it would turn on our Xbox from home, and we would basically be playing our Xbox from home on our phones. Right. That's option A. Mm-hmm. Option B is the XCloud stuff that we're talking about. Where it's coming from a server in I don't know Bjork or wh- wherever it is that you happen to be, um, that is running the equivalent of a One S server. So yeah, the graphics aren't as good as if you're playing on a One X or even a Series X. I think that's just where they have it for now. I think the platform is set to be scalable. So as of right now, it's running a server version of a One uh, S. Probably next year or year, two years from now, it'll be running like a server version of a Series S, and maybe further on down the road, it'll get to like Series X quality, so on and so forth. So it's it's scalable, but right now, it you're right, like it's not going to be like super high res. It's going to be 720p on your phone, not mm-hmm. as good of graphics, but still something you can play, right? Like the situation right. that Phil Spencer loves to run through, because he's a big Destiny ga- gamer, big Destiny guy is. You know, you're not going to sit there playing like Crucible on it necessarily. But if there's like a quest that you need to get through or you have to go find Xur to get exotic and it's, you know, exotic oh, available yeah. for a certain period of time, you want to just fire it up, go get whatever it is that you need to get, and then, you know, jump out like really quick in and out gaming sessions for while you're on the go. So it seems like that's the, the proposition they're laying out there right now. Obviously, when things get better and the technology gets better, it'll be. It could be to the point where we're playing full-fledged games on it. Yeah, speeds are fast enough and all. Yeah. Right now, it definitely seems like more of a complementary thing, at least for people like us, who are who have access to systems. But, you know, who knows? We'll know. We'll see where it all goes. I guess. Yeah. Emma. Exciting well, times. Very very exciting. Um. Running a little low on time, so we may actually have to skip one of our final topics and maybe we'll save that for next week. Um, but did anybody else have anything else they wanted to talk about as far as uh, Bethesda, um, Xbox Series X previews we've seen so far, PlayStation 5, anything? No. I don't, I don't have anything. I think we touched on a lot. Yeah, uh, I agree. Nah, nah, nah. You know- Save it for the next man. Give him something to come back for, man. No, I ain't... You know what? That's it. The DLC is for free, but that's all you're getting this time. That's it. Don't worry. PlayStation ain't recording our audio, so... Uh... <laughs> but Discord. Oh, yeah, God, choose this for Alright, well, viewers, we'll leave it off on uh, on this one question here, and we'll all go around the room um, about this, but you know, what is your most anticipated next-gen game? Danny, you want to start? Yeah, I'm say you go first. Get that little pause. <laughs> now, um, I, have, I have a couple. Um, I know, like I mentioned earlier in the video, how that 2K jump, I mean, graphically-wise, we did see, like, you know, gameplay trailers and everything like that, how it looks honestly amazing. I can't wait to fire that up. Uh, they better hit me with another intro that, like, hit different, like, 2K14. Um, also, Cyberpunk coming out November 19th, I believe. That definitely is going to be a hitter. Don't uh, take definitely them all. Would. Just pick one. So those are my top two. <laughs> <laughs> You're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chris, go ahead. What you got for me, man? Oh, uh, shit. Next gen. I mean, clearly I'm super gassed for Destiny. We've been playing at 30 FPS for forever. Getting that 60 is going to be a big deal. Um, Plus the expansion in general just looks fire. Like the the, the new exotics look crazy. They're giving us a bunch of just. It looks like it's a beefy expansion as opposed to last year, which was kind of light. So I'm very excited for that. Very excited for Cyberpunk, like my guy Goop said. Um, I'm trying to think if I can come up with something original that I'm very excited about for next gen. Um, oh, 
Medium. We, we I cannot wait to play this game, bro. This game, bruh. <laughs> that game looks so different from anything I've ever touched before. Low key sleeper. I like. I low key kind of wish that it was already out because it'd be a perfect game to stream for October because it has that vibe to it. Yeah. But yeah, I can't wait to play that, man. That looks yeah, that looks crazy. I'm I'm super excited for all those games. Um, I would say my most anticipated next gen game right now has got to be Resident Evil Village. That game, mm. like it's gonna be crazy. It's giving me heavy Resident Evil Four vibes, which is definitely one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, so, man. I'm super excited for that. Obviously excited for Cyberpunk as well, just like all you guys mentioned. So we'll definitely be getting more into that as that game comes out. But yeah, for now. I think we'll we'll cut it there. You know, you guys let us know what your most anticipated next gen game is. Hit us up in uh on the comments, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, all the above. Personally, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, pretty much everywhere as Black Ice 8. Uh Manny, you know you want to let people know where they can find you. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, you can find me. I try to stream on Twitch. Uh, Good Master Flex, of course. Uh, you can find me on social media like Twitter and um, and Instagram as well. Don't forget to hit up my OnlyFans. It's only like five dollars a month. If you guys want to hit that, talk, up. yo, yo, plug it, bro. Pause. 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 <laughs> it's a joke. Obviously, I don't have OnlyFans. I don't want to tell you. Plug I don't. It, I don't. Want, I don't rock that way, but uh. <laughs> Got to a good point. Definitely, definitely find me on uh, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter. I try to be active on those communities. Uh, but I do stream as well. If you guys want to hit that up, definitely. Uh, All right, yeah. Chris, what you got? Ah, uh, shit, man. I'm I'm everywhere. You're looking for me? Twitch, Instagram, Twitter. It's all gonna be May twenty fifth. XX. That is M A Y two five T H. X X and that's the same shit on everything. So it's no excuse. I don't hear nothing about oh I found you on Instagram, but I can't find you on it's the same shit <laughs> on everything. So I'm sure we'll have links in the description anyway. So yeah, man, we'll we'll post all our socials in the description so you guys will be able to find us. Um but thank you for, for watching, thank you for listening. Um make sure to like 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 we said before, comment, like, subscribe, all the above. And we'll uh, we'll hit you up next time for watching the Spin Attack Podcast. Later. <laughs>